Hey, Bat family. Happy New Year to you all. Happy 2021. I hope the year has gotten off to a great start for you. It's been a while that you've heard from me and likewise me and you. So today I just wanted to come and share a few things that I've learned in the past year. Well, actually, you know, the past few years, but I think 2020 was a, a good year for some, a bad year for many, but I think for many of us, we learned lots of lessons. So without further ado, I just want to talk to you briefly about 20 things that I learned in 2020. So as you guys already know, I'm your host, your sister and your friend in Kiru, and this is Conversations from the Diaspora, a Building Africa's Future podcast. So before I tell you 20 things that I've learned in 2020, what are some things that you learned in the past year or in the past few years? What are some maybe challenges that you overcame? What are some breakthroughs or some celebrations that have happened in your life in the past year? I know many of us have lost loved ones, lost jobs, and countless other things that we hold dear, but... I think for many of us, we we did learn a lot and we did grow in this past year. So please share with me what are some things you learned and I'll leave the link in the show notes as usual. So you can leave me a voice message or an email and you can also text me on WhatsApp to share with me what you learned in the past year and hopefully maybe I can include that in my next episode. So anyway, as um, we get ready to start the video, I just wanted to share 20 things that I mentioned that 2020 uh, taught me. So the first is speak up even if your voice shakes. Now I've been seeing this quote here and there. Um, I don't know who it's attributed to, but it's something that I truly believe in, you know, speaking up even when your voice shakes. For someone like me, you know, even having this podcast, it took a while for me to fully get out there and post videos, record my voice. Cause for a, a while I didn't like the way my voice sounded. I didn't, you know, I was always kind of shy and reserved when it comes to like, sharing or you know some people might consider it oversharing but for me at the same time I felt like I had a lot of things to share with others you know people who are you know in my age uh, fellow millennials or other people who maybe are younger than me or whatever the case I feel like I have things that they can learn from as well and likewise I can also learn from them so speaking up even if your voice shakes is one of the things that 2020 taught me you know speaking up for things that you want and um, not being afraid to let people know when they are hurting you or when they're doing something that is going against what you believe. So that's um, number 20 from 2020. Number 19, knowing your worth and charging it. Now, this one is pretty challenging because sometimes, you know, there are a lot of things that we do for other people. Let's say friends, let's say family, whoever it may be. And, you know, just for the sake of, you know, friendship or family, we do these things not really thinking about how much time is going to cost us or how many, how much of our own personal resources that we're giving into whatever that thing may be. And many times we cut ourselves short, whether it's in a friendship, as I mentioned, relationships or even family or whatever, even in our work. So know your worth and charge it. It doesn't mean that you have to, you know, before you do anything for someone, you have to consider, okay, well, you're going to pay me this amount. But it's, it's not just about the monetary value, but knowing how much time, knowing how much effort and whatever it is that you're doing so that you don't undermine yourself in the end. So know your worth and charge it. That's number 19. Number 18 is actually something that I mentioned in one of my episodes from last year. And if you remember which episode this was, please leave the comment for me on YouTube or wherever you may be watching this or if you're listening to the podcast. And this is don't be a passenger in your own life story be an active participant in your own life story. So this is something that I've definitely learned over the years, especially I would say in the last two years, 
because you know for the longest I would just kind of allow things to happen pretty much be a passenger in my own life you know people would say things or do things that I didn't like or wouldn't appreciate but for whatever reason because I just don't want to have you know issues with people I'll kind of let a lot of things slide and in the end I would be unhappy and you know miserable you know kind of reflecting on what happened and why I didn't respond in the right way and I don't at this point in my life especially with 2021 and you know what I planned for this year I'm not going to be a passer I'm not going to be a passenger in my own life I want to be an active participant I want to you know take charge in things that concern me and be sure that I'm happy with what it is that I'm doing because I don't want to live a life of regret so don't be an, a passerby in your own life don't be a just a passenger, take an active role in the things that bring you joy, the things that will bring you fulfillment. Number 17, show up for others and show up for yourself. Now, what I mean by that, it's a little hard to, to explain, but this is the way I, I think about it. So for me, and for those of you who know me, I truly enjoy my personal time. I'm not too much of a social kind of outgoing person. You know, for those within my inner circle, of course, I can like, you know, I'm always laughing, I'm always like jovial and, you know, playful. But just in general, I like to stay with, to myself, stay at home, do my own thing. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, we have to show up for others, uh, go to others' events, celebrate other people, go out of your way to be there for others, just the same way you would like them to be there for you. And not just, you know, showing up for others, but showing up for yourself, doing all that you can to, I guess, be the best that you can be you know, do things that bring you happiness, as I mentioned with the last thing that I learned. And, you know, just fully show up for yourself, you know, be present. And kind of going back to the last thing, you know, being an active participant, showing up for yourself and doing things that would, you know, so that after you look back and, you know, see how you've grown in the past year or whatever the case may be, that you would truly see that you showed up for others, you supported others, you were there for them, and also you were there for yourself. Never forget yourself in the process. A lot of these things that I learned in the past year or the past years, they actually relate with one another. So this next one, number 16, is finding your happy place. So pretty much what I mean by that is finding that those things that bring you joy. Or another way you can look at it is finding out who you are, taking time to love yourself, taking time to know yourself more and truly connecting with those things that make you happy. You know, kind of going, like I said, back to many of the other points that I made earlier, there are so many things that, you know, m many times, especially we as women, I would say, because obviously I, I'm, that's my lived experience, you know, we do things to make other people happy oftentimes and then we forget ourselves in the process. So one thing that we should always do is finding those things that make us happy, find those things that make us truly fulfilled. And it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean you know, that you're less of a person because you're, sometimes you want to focus on things that bring you happiness. It's just a natural part of life. And you know, you want to be sure that you're doing things that make you happy in the end. Number 15, saying no does not make you a mean or a bad person. Just as I mentioned before, you have to, you know, set boundaries. You have to know those things that bring you joy, those things that bring you happiness. Just because you're saying no to someone, it doesn't mean that, you know, maybe their feelings may be hurt in the process, but at the end of the day, you have to be sure that you're doing things that bring you happiness. You can't say yes to everyone, you know, go out of your way to kind of inconvenience yourself because you're trying to be sure that you are trying to be like a balanced person for everyone else, but in the end, you lose yourself in the process. 
that's one of the things that I've had to like learn from and grow from in the past um, year and or in the past years rather. And my goal for this year is to truly say yes to myself and no to anything else that you know takes me off of my own path. And with that, I'll go quickly to number 14, which is you know similar and don't please others and displease yourself in the process. So again, as I mentioned earlier, quite a few of these are, they kind of overlap, but you know, they're all life lessons that I've learned in the past year. You know, I, again, that's kind of been a challenge for me. And, I, and again, for many women or people like me who are, who tend to be people pleasers, you know, you want to say yes to everyone. You want to be accommodating. You want to help others. You want to kind of go out of your way to do things for others. But in the end, you feel bad. Like you feel like, oh, you know, I'm doing this for them and, you know, I'm not getting the same thing in return or, you know, this really wasn't convenient, but I just wanted to help them out. I didn't want to say no to them or or whatever the case may be. And then you end up like making excuse, like instead of you just say no, you just say yes. And then, you know, you feel like or, or if you do say no, you feel like you have to make excuses or try to give reasons why you're saying no. Sometimes it's as simple as just saying no, I can't do this or no, that's not something that I'm I'm OK with. And that's fine, like be confident in yourself and say no to things that don't make you happy and say yes to the things that fulfill you. Number 14, stop dwelling in the past. Oh my gosh, this one is definitely a challenge for me because, you know, again, being the kind of person that I am, very reflective, I'm always kind of like thinking and, you know, how this happened, why this happened, you know, maybe if I could have done something differently, maybe the outcome would have been different or whatever the case may be. And, you know, after a while it becomes very painful, it becomes very like bothersome, it becomes like a heavy burden. Because as we all know, we can't change what has ha already happened. You know, as much as you want to maybe try to think about it differently or, you know, wish that you said something differently or did something differently, those things are just wishes. You can't actually do it. So the best thing you can do is just, instead of dwelling in the past, live in this moment and, you know, reflect on the past, of course, to know what not to do next time or what to do next time or, or whatever the case may be. So that's definitely one thing that I learned from last year. Now this next one, I know so many of us can relate to it and it's number 12. Not everyone will like you and not everyone is your friend and that's okay. That's always a challenge because sometimes we, you know, we have friends from childhood, we, you know, we've been going to the same school together or you know we're just kind of hung out around with the same people maybe the same church or whatever the case may be and then just one day you know you just wake up and realize you know this person is not really the friend i thought they were or you know we don't talk the way we normally do you know life has changed maybe you've gotten married or something has changed you know you've gone to school you've moved to another city you've moved to you know another state i mean life happens we all grow we outgrow things we outgrow people sometimes and you know, sometimes again, kind of going back to the previous point about dwelling in the past, of course, sometimes you want to, you'll think about, oh, you know, I, I remember how we used to be, you know, this close, we used to talk about this, we used to talk about that, we used to, sh you know, laugh and share these different moments. But now, you know, we've outgrown each other. And that's, it's a natural part about life. You know, you're, we're always growing, we're always changing. You know, the way you thought 10 years ago is not the way you, you know, might think today, you know, 10 years later or whatever the case may be. We're constantly growing, we're constantly changing. And with that, with that constant growth and change includes sometimes losing people along the way. Not that there are bad people or that, or that, you know, anything else, but just 
we grow and we change and evolve and in that process we may lose people along the way and that's you know that's okay number 11 be mindful of who you allow into your life and this is this one is a really um strong one for me because you know a lot of times you know you have things that are happening in your life you know you're excited about something or you know just something is great is happening in your life and you would love to share it with other people but there are some people who just you know they they're not happy with themselves so when you tell them certain things they're quick to tell you oh well this might not happen or this might not this must this might not that be careful about those kinds of people you know of course it's good to have people who are real people who will tell you the truth but if the first the first thing that someone tells you is like something that's negative something that's like discouraging that kind of person you probably don't want them in your life you know if you come around this person and all they talk about is something that kind of drains you drains your energy drains your spirits and like makes you kind of feel like exhausted after you talk to them or after you're around them that's probably not the kind of person you want in your space only allow people in your house or in your home in your life and your heart that bring you happiness that bring you fulfillment that actually add value to your life and can teach you things along the way and i know i've said this often but i think this next one in particular is definitely one of the <laughs> most profound ones i guess that i've learned not just in the last year but in previous years and like now i think i've gotten to the point where you know, I'm gonna do things that bring me happiness. Like I've pretty much stated this entire, this entire uh, video. And that one is number 12. You can't please everyone. So live your life for yourself. Uh, <laughs> and um, you know, it's just one of those things. You know, there are some people who like their sole purpose, it seems like is to criticize everything that someone else does. Like, they don't look in the mirror. They don't see themselves. They don't see those around them. They're quick to talk about, you know, your behavior or your, you know, this or that or that. But then they don't see those same characteristics in their own selves, in their own lives, in their own children. Uh, you know, for those of us, you know, again, my, you know, conversations with the diaspora, you know, we talk about a lot of these like African uh, diaspora issues growing up in the, you know, Growing up, raised in, you know, African homes in the United States or in the, wherever you may find yourself in the diaspora. One of the challenges that we have in our community and all of my friends who I talk to on a, like a consistent ba basis, is pretty much the same thing. The so-called older, um, you know, African relatives, aunts and uncles, whatever you want to call them, you know, in your communities. For some reason, they're always quick to say certain things about you. They're, you know, they talk about you or they kind of criticize you for whatever reason. But then, you know, as life goes, life is in stages, life life isn't, you know, cyclical. When things turn around, when it's their own children who are, you know, maybe having those same challenges or whatever the case may be that they were criticizing you for, it's like, you don't hear anything from them anymore. And it's like, hmm, so did you only, you know, have, like, could you only speak when it came to my situation or, or someone else's child situation, but when it comes to your own home, you don't, you can't say anything. I don't know, it's just one of these like weird things. And, but pretty much my takeaway from that is, it's either you're gonna live as a shadow of yourself or a shadow of someone else, or you're going to stand firm in your own light and in your own life and do those things that bring you joy, as I said, you know, numerous times. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to live a life where 
you feel like you're afraid to do certain things. You feel like, you know, what if someone sees me or what if someone says this, what if someone says that, what are they going to think? Because again, all that time that you're wasting, you know, thinking that someone's going to say this or say that, you know, you're taking so much time and energy out of your own life and you're, you end up being unhappy, you end up being like kind of anxious all the time. Just use that time to, you know, live your own life, whatever that may mean for you. As long as you're not hurting anyone, as long as you're not harming anyone or doing anything that is like, you know, damaging. And if you know within yourself that what you're doing is, you know, is good, it makes you happy. You're not, like I said, you're not hurting anyone or doing anything that is like detrimental to someone else. Live your life, be happy, walk in your own light. <laughs> All right, now we're on number nine. We're almost getting down the countdown. Number nine, and this one, you know, it means a lot to me as well. You know, as I've, you know, over the years, just something that I've just kind of, you know, thought about. And I think it's something that you would can also resonate with. And that is allow yourself time and space to grow and to feel. You know, I think um, one of the challenges that we have in our in our community in the African diaspora, when we go through anything in life, you know, things that may be traumatic, you know, a loss in the family, or just anything that, you know, natural life occurrence, a lot of times we just kind of internalize it. We don't really do things to, you know, maybe talk things out or share with others, you know, where we're having our grievances, where we're having our challenges we just kind of internalize it we keep it to ourselves and that's very damaging and that's something that i've been kind of reflecting on over the years you know you have to give yourself that time you have to give yourself that space to truly feel everything that you're feeling you know you don't want to stifle those emotions you don't want to kind of like you know say well you know it's okay everything's fine you know because it's not fine you know i know there's been there's been times when i've kind of dealt with certain things and just kind of like dealt with them, dealt with them for like a while. And then it became, you know, as when it kind of reached its peak, it kind of weighed me down. And it's like, wow, this, this is a lot of, this is a very heavy burden to carry. And many times you don't even have to carry the burden alone. So I'm so thankful. I'm so happy that, you know, so many people, you know, especially in our community for, you know, black Americans, African Americans, um, Africans in the diaspora, you know, first generation or wherever, wherever you may fall in the spectrum. You know, many of us are actually seeking out, you know, mental health services, you know, seeking out therapy, talking to others when we're going through challenges. Because, you know, for many of us, we, we feel like somehow, somehow ashamed uh, when we're going through things that are very much natural things that humans go through. You shouldn't be ashamed of those things. You know, find someone who you can trust, someone who can help you talk through those feelings you know, journal or, or whatever it is that, that can be an outlet for you. Find those things and don't feel bad about yourself when you're when you're going through any painful situation or something that's difficult. You know, allow yourself to feel, allow yourself to kind of go through those feelings, go through those emotions and come out of it strong and victorious. You've got this. Number eight is very similar to number nine. And, um, you know, again, there's another one that I love so much. Take good care of yourself. You know, this this outer body, this shell, this skeleton that we have, you know, take good care of it and take good care of what is within your soul. You know, what's within you, your spirit. Take good care of yourself. You know, go for walks, go for exercise, do things that, you know, bring you joy, as I've said before. You know, eat well, think good thoughts. 
you know, have good people around you at all times and not people who would bring you down or try to weigh you down. And there's this very powerful quote that I've seen online and maybe some of you have seen it as well. And it says, almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a few minutes, including yourself. Now, what that means is, you know, I know sometimes maybe you have a device because, you know, we're always on our devices these days, our, you know, our tablets, our phones or whatever the case may be, our computers, TVs, whatever. And sometimes, you know, they don't work. It's like, what happened? Like it was working just a few minutes ago. Sometimes you just need to press a hard reset. Sometimes you need to just unplug it and plug it back in. A lot of these things that you might think, oh, my gosh, what's going on? It really just needs for you to take a moment unplug it for a little while or do a hard reset or whatever the case may be for a device and give it a few minutes and it's back up working the way it needs to be. Same with us. You know, if you're going doing a lot of work, doing a lot of studies or whatever, wherever you are in your life, family or whatever, sometimes you just need those moments. Just sit to yourself, relax for a little bit, breathe, take a break from all those things that are like weighing you down and unplug, reset. Take that time to take care of yourself. You have to. So this next one, number seven, I've actually touched on it a little bit, but I'm just going to go in a little bit deeper. And that's you will outgrow certain people and that's OK. So everything is season. So, again, you know, as we grow, as we go through our life, there are going to be certain people who come around. Some people who may be your friend just for a season to teach you things, to, you know, bring you joy and in a particular season of your life when you probably need them the most. And then there are others who kind of come around for you to learn something, to learn who you, you know, who should be around or who, who, sh who you should consider, I guess, a friend. And what I mean by that is, or, you know, from my own personal experience, like in the past two years, I've kind of seen people, you know, who I thought were friends or who, you know, were friends or let's say associates at one point, and then, at moments when I thought I needed them the most or when I expected them to kind of, you know, show up for me the most, as I kind of mentioned earlier, they didn't really show up in the way that I expected or they didn't really maybe move or behave in a way that I would expect of a friend. And that's why I'm very careful about who I call my friends. I don't really consider myself a person that has multiple friends. I do have lots of people who are acquaintances, people who I care about, people who, you know, care about me. But as far as like close, close friends, like my best, best friends, you know, that's a very, very close knit circle. But everyone else, you know, generally, you know, are, I'm friendly with. But, you know, just in the past couple of years, I've just seen so many things that, you know, I didn't really expect from certain people. And I, and I know many of you can like relate as well. You know, when you and I think one thing that I learned in particular is that sometimes when you have like significant moments in your life, like a celebration, you know, for those of you who have gotten married, for those of you who have had children or any other significant life change in your life like that, you tend to see um, some people kind of act differently. And it's it's really surprising the way it happens, because, you know, prior to that moment, you know, these people maybe were pretty close to you. You guys kind of shared different moments together or, you know, spent a lot of time together. But you know, when it comes down to the time when you need them the most, you know, for those like life, you know, significant life moments, you you, you find them acting kind of, you know, funny. They, they start acting in a certain way that, you know, you wouldn't expect, as I said, of a friend. So, you know, just kind of along the same lines of what I said earlier, you know, being mindful of who you allow into your life, into your personal circle, because not everyone is happy for you. It's very unfortunate, especially if you're like a person who 
who has a good heart and loves on others and likes to see people win and do well. But there are just some people who, who they, they don't like that or they don't, I don't know, they just don't find happiness when other people are doing well. And, you know, that's something they need to work on on their own selves. You know, everyone has, you know, their struggles and areas they need to improve on. But that's one thing that I would say, you know, you're going to outgrow certain people. You know, the, the people that you had as friends maybe 10 years ago, whatever the case may be, might not be there 10 years later as you grow and, you know, go through different life challenges or, or life situations, rather. And hopefully in the process, you'll make better friends, people who actually, you know, are gonna be the type of friend that you want them or expect them or need them to be. So, you know, everything a season. So that's just what it is. <laughs> All right, fam, so we're rounding up pretty soon. This next one, number six, is something that I've, you know, just kind of been going through for like years now. And it's something that I've always truly believed in. But each time I see it, I realize like, this is why I need to trust in myself. And number six is trust your gut feeling, your instincts, your intuition, or whatever you would like to you know, refer to it as. There's a reason why you have that. There's a reason why you have your intuition, especially for we as women. Um, you know, there've been countless times where I've been in situations where, you know, I'm just kind of, you know, I feel that this is not really the best thing for me to do or I feel like this is not really the right time to do something or, you know, whatever the case may be. And oftentimes I, I ended up, I end up being right about that situation or that person or, or whatever it is. And it's like, why didn't I just trust myself? Why didn't I trust, you know, that thing within me that is telling me, all right, this is not, you know, the right thing, or this is probably not the right time to do this thing. And then we end up in situations that are like less than favorable because we didn't want to listen to that to our instinct. We didn't want to listen to that small voice within. Don't do that. <laughs> you, you, you're having those feelings, you're having those thoughts for a reason. Your body, you know, your body is telling you, all right, your spirit is telling you this is not, you know, the right thing, or this is not what you need to be doing, or this is not going to, you know, turn out for the best for you. But for some strange reason, you know, again, we tend to like just kind of go against our own selves and do you know, whatever it is, and then we end up kind of regretting or or getting in a situation that we didn't need to be in, like at all, because we didn't want to listen. So trust your trust your gut feeling, trust your instincts. That actually goes perfectly into the next one, number five. Stop giving people the benefit of the doubt and being too understanding of things that do not make sense. <laughs> Again, I think this like speaks particularly to we as women. We tend to give people, we tend to be like really understanding. We try to like accommodate people. And it's not just in relationships, not, not just in um, friendships. I mean, yeah, it's, it's in any, like, you know, in any kind of situation, whether it's, you know, coworkers, like I said, relationships, friendships, or whatever the case may be, our human interactions. We tend to be like really understanding. And I'll speak for myself in particular. You know, I, I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt, even in situations where it's extremely obvious that the other person was wrong or the other person is acting in a way that is that doesn't make sense. But because just, it's just who I am, I always try to like reason with people or try to see, you know, ways that, okay, you know, again, because I'm always thinking, I'm always like kind of reflecting. So I'm always like, okay, this person, they did this thing but it's probably not because they're bad. It's because maybe this happened or maybe that, that, you know, I'm always trying to like come up, you know, with excuses for people. And it's like, 
this doesn't make sense. Don't make excuses for people who, you know, are, are not even deserving of it. Because most times those people that you're trying to be like really understanding of, they don't have, you know, they're not even doing anything to prove or to show to you that you're, that you need to like give them that, that level of confidence. So stop making excuses for people. People should own up to their own mistakes, own up to when they're wrong. And, you know, you should keep it as that. But making excuses for others, when they are acting out in ways that don't make sense, mm -mm, it's not a good thing. <laughs> Number four, forgive yourself and let go. One of the hardest things sometimes is to forgive yourself, believe it or not. You know, we can forgive others all day long. You know, maybe someone said something that you didn't like, someone did something you didn't like, someone, you know, just didn't do something that you expected of them, as I mentioned earlier. And you know, sometimes we can let go. We can, we can forgive them. We can just kind of like leave it. But sometimes it's really challenging to forgive our own selves. And that's something that we should do. Like, you know, we, we're always gonna make mistakes. That's part of, you know, being human, as I mentioned many times, you know, but if you can't forgive yourself, you know, that's very painful, you, you know, because in the end, if you can't forgive yourself, you're going to kind of find yourselves in the same situations that, you know, probably put you in that place in the first place where you can't even forgive your own self for maybe something you've done before. And then you're gonna continue to dwell on that in the past and it's gonna make you like miss out on so many beautiful things that are happening in the present and what can happen in the future. So just forgive yourself. Just sometimes you just have to let go. Let go of those past mistakes, let go of those past challenges, forgive yourself and start a new chapter. It's a new year. And number three, use your words, ask for help. This is a big challenge for me because, you know, being the eldest of four, you know, I've always had situations with my siblings where it's like, oh my gosh, can you guys not help out? I mean, don't you see that this needs to be done? Or, you know, maybe in the workplace or, or whatever the case may be. Because again, I'm the kind of person I'm, you know, I try to keep to myself. I don't like to bother people. I kind of expect people to kind of do what they need to do. And, you know, sometimes you kind of take on extra things for no reason when you can easily ask for help. You know, kind of goes back to the previous point I made earlier about we as the people always internalizing things instead of like asking for help, seeking help in different areas. We just take it on ourselves, you know, put on an extra burden for no reason and then end up being worn out in the end because like, I really could have just asked someone to help me out. Like, I don't need to carry this load by myself. I can literally ask someone to help me out. So just use your words, you know, it doesn't help. I mean, it doesn't uh, hurt to ask for help. I mean, if someone says no, okay, but at least ask for help because you can't expect people to just to see or read your mind. You would hope that people would, I guess, use their senses and say, you know what, this person probably needs some help. But there are some things that are not even obvious to others. So it's not until you vocalize it, use your words, as I said, that people will know that you need that help. So don't be afraid to use your words. Vocalize when you are feeling hurt, when you're feeling a need or when you need something and ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And number two, <laughs> don't expect yourself from others. Again, this has been a challenge for me. You know, I feel like I try to help others. I try to do things for other people. And, you know, sometimes when I actually need the help, it's not really reciprocated in the same way that I would think. You know, going back to the point about friends, you know, I feel like I showed up for other people, but when it was my turn uh, or when I needed them to show up for me, you know, I didn't get that same kind of extension of themselves as I would have expected. So you, you can't expect yourself and other people. 
You know, you have to, you know, communicate. This is what I expect from you. This is what I need from you in this way as my friend or as whoever you may be to me in my life. This is how I would like you to help me. This is how I'd like you to support me. And if they don't meet that need or don't, don't meet that expectation, you can't hold them to it. They're their own person. They have their own needs. They have their own desires. They have their own uh, ways of living, ways of thinking. So you can't expect them to act like you would, just like they can't expect you to act as they would. So, and that's another thing too. We end up kind of being tied down to these things where, well, I thought they would show up for me in this way. I thought they would do this for me in this way because I did it for them. You know, if you're gonna do things with the expectation that people are gonna do it just like you, you're gonna be <laughs> in a bad situation because that's just not how life works and you have to accept that, you know? You can't expect you can't expect others to be like you, and that's you know that's you can take that as a good thing or a bad thing. It just you just everyone's their own person, their their own individual. So that's the part of the beauty of life. We're all our own person. Number one, number one. Don't be afraid to try something new in this new year. Do not be afraid to try something new. Do not limit yourself to the same things you've been doing. Do not limit yourself to what you can foresee what you can kind of conceive in your own head. Because oftentimes when we do that, you miss out on so many opportunities that you could have, you know, qualified for, you know. That's just one thing. Sometimes we view you we view the world in like a very limited way and we just miss out on so many things. And you don't want to do that to yourselves because then as time goes on, as you grow older, you kind of look back and reflect on your life and you're like wow, I didn't really take advantage of all these moments. And now I'm getting older and it's like, my time is running out and I'm, I'm not gonna be able to do maybe things the way I could have done it, maybe in my twenties or you know, my teen years or whatever. So don't be afraid to try something new. You know, every day is a new opportunity. So don't be afraid to take, um, take advantage of a new day. Take advantage of everything that you have um, access to. And to quote the late, great Michael Jackson, stop existing and start living. Happy New Year to you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. And um, as you already know, this is your host, your sister and your friend in Kiru. Conversations for the Diaspora. I'm so excited to start this new year with you all. And I hope you can share with me some of the things that you've learned in the past year. And if you can relate to anything that I've mentioned in this video, please, please let me know. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Take care. Hey, Bat family. Thank you so much for listening and welcome to a new year and to season two of Conversations from the Diaspora with Love, a Building Africa's Future podcast. As of last year, we had nearly 1,600 plays and downloads, and that doesn't even include our viewers and listeners on Facebook and YouTube. Thank you all so much for your continued support, and we hope to connect with you more in Season 2. We now have a new website that was recently launched, www.buildingafricasfuture.today. You may visit the website to get more information on the podcast, as well as other upcoming projects, and sign up for our newsletter. You can also message me on WhatsApp. That number is 973-440-8257. And as always, you listening and sharing this show means a lot to me. But if you would also like to support us financially with a one-time or monthly contribution of $1 or more, you may do so using our PayPal me link. And that link is paypal.me forward slash building, B-L-D-G, Africa's future. 
So it's not the full spelling of building, it's B-L-D-G, Africa's Future. And all of that information will be in the show notes. Once again, Bath family, I love you. Thank you so much for listening. Stay well and be good.